Yeah, so uh, Bangkok is uh, one of your favourite places to eat then? Yeah, yeah, I'd say that it's so long since I went there, mate. I'm, I'm struggling to remember, like, you know. Um, yeah. It, it, it is, yeah. So definitely, I wish, to be honest, it's probably been like six, seven years since I went to Bangkok. Really? That's that was the last time you was there? Yeah, yeah, I was there twice. Once when I travelled Thailand and once sort of in between travelling to Cambodia. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, the the last time I was there, I would say back then I was like quite adventurous with food, but not like I am now. Like you know, if I went now, I'd get so much more. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I feel the same there. Like the, I think the last time I went, I was starting to get quite adventurous, but now, yeah, I think if I went now, like I'd eat everything. Yeah, you'd yeah. move away from the Seven Eleven cheese toasties now. Yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I lived <laughs> off them when I first went there. <laughs> sauce on them. <laughs> Oh mate, they were they were a lifesaver when I did uh, when I went there the first the first ever time I went there. That's all I ate, man, because I would just weren't used to it's it. It's a shock, really, isn't it? You know, you get yeah. out on the street. You're not used to like food just cooking on the street and smells literally everywhere you turn. You know, and, yeah, it's uh, insane, man. Like I'm just a Westerner coming from like, <laughs> and you just like you step off the plane, you go. You drive into Bangkok and that, or you can, you can just smell and hear. Or it, it's, it's mad. Yeah. It's just overload. It's cut like, oh, yeah, yeah. sensory overload. Mad. Yeah, definitely, mate. Oh, but um, yeah, when so, I first first went, I had a pad. I was introduced to pad thai. That's when I started delving in. <laughs> that, that was my... Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was my that's main... That's the gateway. Bro. Yeah, that's the gateway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, do you remember any of your favourite foods when you went there? Bangkok's difficult to be fair. It's just it it, it is like thinking about it, it's classics like the like Pad Kha Yeah, yeah. Um, Lab, which is uh, it looks a bit like Pad Kha actually. Really easy to make as well actually, but it's uh, super super spicy. Oh, okay. Um, that's that's where I do have to draw the line. I like a bit of spice, but I can't do where it's. Uh, when I, when I can't taste anything, that's when I'm. That's where I draw the line. Yeah, I was uh, t- tonight. To be fair, when I cook this, uh, I've mashed up some cheese and garlic to cook this thing. And got the yeah. first thing you know, I eat the walk up proper high, just fry the cheese <laughs> and garlic for about thirty seconds. And I was like, I had a coughing fit, you know, because the cheese and <laughs> hot. Dog. And I could I was just breathing in like pure chili fumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. I do. I do like to get that, that sweat on, you know. And, uh, oh, really? It doesn't look. Do you know what I mean? But. Uh, <laughs> did you ever have um, a Massaman curry? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I made them at home. So I, did, I, don't, I don't know if I had it in top. I mean, I've had Massaman curries. I'm not sure if I had one there, look, you know. Oh, so I, I, they, I had one. Cur- I had one in a um, a hostel. Like um, it was some local woman in Chiang Mai. She cooked me um, a Massaman. It was quite nice man but it was very spicy but i, I ate it i ate oh, it yeah it was spicy yeah, no, got it all, it's all a bit back to front here you know because um <laughs> everyone says you have toy in england like that oh you have green curry it's mild yeah and it is there but in thailand green curry is spicier than a red curry oh it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah yeah but here yeah. Like the red curry is the hot one but everybody makes that one hot instead i don't know the thing in thailand though like i 
they put chili in everything. When I'm wa- I was walking around some places and my nose just burned because it, there was just chili in the air, just chili yeah. everywhere. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, but I just I it, I wish almost like for food purposes, I'd have went like in the last couple of years rather than when I did. Really, I just know a lot more now. Oh, cause yeah, yeah, because yeah, then now you know more about food and what you yeah, actually want it. Yeah. But for me, really, I guess where like, uh, like India, right, was like pretty adventurous. Although that was a bit difficult as well because my mate who I travelled with there. Yeah. Um, he wasn't at all yet like uh, uh, paneer butter masala. Uh, <laughs> like corn, chicken corn. Chicken, chicken <laughs> like, yeah. Every, every, literally every meal time. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite difficult, you know, eating with uh, him. So, yeah, it's obviously the beauty of solo travel, I guess. You do what you want. So, uh, so yeah, let's, let's go to Delhi then. Let's go to Delhi. When did you go? Uh, Delhi, um, I went uh, about, I reckon, five years ago to Delhi. Really? Yeah. Flipping out. Um, so what made you What made you want to go to Delhi? Was it the food or was you just travelling? Uh, yeah, travelling, food, I guess. like It was a bit of a whistle-stop tour of India, really. We did about mm. four weeks. Because I met my friend in Chennai. Oh, okay. uh, we did a couple of nights there, then we flew up to Delhi and did like the golden golden triangle, they called it around there, actually Delhi, Agra, Jaipur, uh, and then did uh, some of Goa. And uh, yeah, so Delhi, we were only probably in Delhi for two, three nights, I think. Yeah. But uh, Delhi, if you to ask about food in Delhi, like my overwhelming sort of memory of, of Delhi is that, Kind of one is it was how cold it was. It was in uh, January, and I just wasn't really expecting it. You know, I was wearing all the clothes in my backpack at one point. I think yeah. it's about, but down to about like, I'd say about six, seven degrees Celsius. Really? Guys, uh, yeah, there was like a freezing fog there as well. What? Um, so yeah, definitely wasn't prepared for that. No, and you, uh, you think of India and you think just you never ever think cold, do you? <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't. And uh, so the, the overwhelming memory for me, food wise, was it's kind of where I first tried chai properly. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, sort of arriving into Delhi and stepping out onto the street and just going for a walk, and you see, um, uh, I think they call it like the chai wallace, like the, the tea boys or. And uh, it's just somebody basically with a with a kettle and a stove. They can be anywhere on the street. They move around as well. Oh, and, right. uh, you'll get when they appear, you'll get like a huddle of uh, people around them, uh, and just by you know sit there drinking the chai. Uh, well, not sit there. You're standing up here around. It's just basically to keep warm. You know, it's a, I suppose chai is like the, the coffee of India as well. You know, you get a bit of a, a caffeine hit out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. you can smell it, you know, and you got to call that every every uh, store has a probably has a different recipe, you know. Some will use a lot of ginger in it, some like probably a lot of uh, cloves, cardamom. I think it's a, it's a mix of a lot of spices, isn't it, Charlie? Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not, nothing like the you have over here. Yeah, 
in like Starbucks. <laughs> I nothing like it. Like you get it. Like it would be, I guess, like the serving size. Like there is a, a bit smaller than. Um, uh, no, sorry, probably a bit, bit. I don't know, like double espresso size or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. Long drink or anything. Um, and it's quite. Yeah, I'd say that quite, it's not watery, it's quite, quite thick because they use, uh, they use condensed milk in it. Mm. That's sweet. So, yeah, you get that literally everywhere. And it's, just, it's uh, quite interesting because I, I don't notice it so much in Delhi, but definitely on the outskirts when you went into like villages and more the countryside, when you'd stop and have it there, you have it in like clay cups and you just like, you just smash them afterwards. I say play, I think they're literally like kind of made out of mud. I don't think they're actually fired in a kiln or anything. Oh, that's awesome. Um, well, cool. Yeah. It's cool. That's an experience. Yeah. So, is, I mean, and, and I guess another memory there is, is breakfast, you know, like, and it was usually, again, stopping somewhere on like the roadside and, um, you know, okay, do you know paratha? It's an Indian stuffed bread no no i think all it's like, kind of like bread look a bit like a chapati or naan but um stuffed with like potatoes cauliflower oh, it can be spinach any usually, usually vegetables you know and, yeah um, yeah just and again like huddled around because uh, we actually hired a driver for about four or five days in that golden triangle area Oh, awesome. So you got your own driver? Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, that's a, yeah, on a, a definitely on a uh, tight schedule. That's the easiest way to get around. Okay. Um, and, and so it's pretty cheap as well. Um, and, yeah, you need to book up trains in some parts of India weeks in advance, I think, if you want to get the trains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we just stop on like roadsides and if you're freezing fog and you just like huddle around like just some random guys. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> what he was. There'd be, be like a fire going and uh, you just stand around the fire, <laughs> you know, and sort out some breakfast from a stall nearby. Your clothes, like you know, everything you had in your backpack then just stunk of thick smoke, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just it was just interesting. Um and and yeah, I guess uh, the other thing, vegetarian food as well, is where I, I, I eat, yeah, a fair bit of meat, I suppose, usually, but in India, I'm pretty much vegetarian. Oh, okay. It's a very um, kind of vegetarian based diet, isn't it, in India? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, well, I think it depends on, on where you go. Mm. Um, in, in the north bound, yeah, I, I would say it was it was vegetarian or, or meat. Obviously, a lot a lot of Indians are vegetarian anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then you go like south or coastal in general, uh, and then there's a lot of seafood in the diet. But uh, around Delhi, you're you know apart from like rivers and lakes, you're, you're a long way from the sea, so there wasn't really any. I don't remember any fresh seafood anywhere. Mm, I can't, yeah. I can't even imagine fresh seafood in India, really. In, uh, in Goa, that's amazing. You have like tandoori, tandoori fish and stuff like that. 
Oh. But Go is probably really good as well. Because Go is very um like a holiday destination as well, isn't it? A lot of people go there. I would go to be honest. It was uh, the the parts you can get away from that, but it's uh, it's all the very touristy or sort of backpacker tourists. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a bit and not a real like hippie backpacker scene as well. A bit clicky, I thought, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I wish I'd have went instead of Goa to uh, Kerala instead, uh, which again is quite, I think, a backpacker scene, but it just looks a cooler place. So the, uh, I don't know if you've seen videos of Kerala lights where you've got the um, the house uh, the houseboats in the backwaters and stuff, and you kind of live on a houseboat for a few oh, days. Okay. And travel. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, again, that's like famous for seafood, uh, Kerala as well. Okay, you know where to eat, don't you? you know. <laughs> well, I tell you what, mate. I just watch. Um, I got a bit addicted to watching uh, like YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. And uh, there's there's one in in particular. Fact, I think he's like yeah, he's like the number one guy for street food videos. His name's Mark Weens. Mark Weens. Um, I think his channel's called Migration Allergy, and he's got like literally like I think. Some of these videos probably got millions of views. Um, it's really like professionally produced nowadays. But yeah, he just he just loves food and you know travels around eating and like, he's kind of a good guide really. Like wherever I find now wherever I'm going, yeah, I kind of yeah. look to see him or any or a couple of others as well. Uh, <laughs> if they can, it kind of gives you an idea of like maybe not where you should be eating, but what what you should be eating. Yeah. What, uh, it's like um, I, I think what got me, um, it was about two years ago, and it, it, I was watching uh, Anthony Bourdain. Have you ever watched? Um, yeah. Yeah, he's he. Oh my god, the places he went and the things he ate. I was just like, I've got to go to these places and I've got to eat that food. Yeah, I think he made. Um, I think he had a particularly famous uh, episode on Vietnam. I think, and that's where like, uh, I I think. You know the uh, the noodle soup. Yeah, it's pronounced yes. foo, but but pho it's spelled, isn't it? P H O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think he made that big, and and, and I think as well the, uh, the the sandwich as well about ban ban me. Vietnam, I think. Yeah, that Vietnam that Vietnam episode was. Deep. I don't know whether they were hidden gems as such originally, but a lot of people now will seek out. You know these exact places that Anthony Bourdain hates. Yeah. Oh, food. I do like food, man. I do. It oh, makes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it like in Delhi, anyway? Like, what? What was? What's it like there? I can't. All I can imagine Mad- is just madness, busy, chaos. Yeah, super busy. You're going to um. So you can't like. Now, India doesn't like, there's a lot of scams or attempted scams in Delhi. You've got to be on your guard. Like, you know, they can spot you a mile off as a tourist. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just so busy. Um, there's, like, yeah, street food and snacks everywhere. Mm. Um, What's the best street food? It's, it, it, it's difficult, really. I think it's a famous one. I mean, we're having lots of uh, sort of... Um, I'd say just picking up snacks like 
like samosas or similar. I don't, I don't even know the names of a lot of the things, like basically deep fried uh, <laughs> snacks. And that. But if you go into it, there's, a, there's an area called, like, it's, it's in Old Delhi. It's like the market area. It's called the, uh, the Chandi Chowk, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, it's famous and like, it's literally madness, like streets. You don't drive down, you walk down. And, uh, you know, they're, they're literally crowded. And there's lots of hawkers there. So like food hawkers, you know, kind of walking around selling like, you know, carrying lot trays on their shoulders, whether it's selling like Indian sweets or biscuits or uh, nuts, fried foods. And then there's like, it's kind of holding the wall, sort of street food places with a few chairs pulled up. I think the thing I remember eating around there, if I'm right, was uh, like Palak Panea, which is... Um, that's like where like the Indian paneers are Indian cottage cheese. I think they just yeah. Them. I had a, a paneer, spinach and paneer curry the other night. I made one of those. Well, that's what palak paneer is really. Palak, ah. palak is a spinach, but it's so good. Like really like thick, vivid green spinach sauce. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah, that's what, I've yeah. really enjoyed that paneer I made. It's oh, it's very tasty, very tasty. Yeah. And Delhi was okay, if I, if I remember rightly as well. I think like in southern India, for example, like I think served with rice. But in north India, there is rice, but there, it's much more common to eat your meal with bread. So mm. they have these curries with uh, whether it's naan, uh, japati, roti. And you and would you eat your food? You don't have like you you actually use like the uh, your breads to dip in and pick up your food. Yeah, you kind of. I mean, uh, sometimes there's a uh, you know you go to like a sort of canteen or restaurant. They say, "Well, you a, a fork and spoon as a as a, a tourist." But <laughs> generally, yeah, the fun is sort of eating with your with your hands, you know. Yeah. In a mess, you know. So you eat with the locals, and they've got like a, a good technique to like scoop the food off. But yeah, they look good. They look good. Yeah, don't wear a white t-shirt in Delhi. That's the, <laughs> that's the and did you get Delhi Belly? <laughs> uh, do you know what? I didn't. You know, uh, no. and I think you know. So I don't think I ate meat there. Um, I think I was uh, vegetarian pretty much until I got to Goa. Uh, and even then, I think I only really ate mainly seafood. So if I went back now, I'd do it differently. I'd be like, I'd eat like the mutton curries and stuff. Mm. Um, but no, uh, didn't have a have a problem at all. Was... What type of um, breakfast did you have there? Yeah, the breakfast I said was um, it, it depended really. If it was a uh, it was like a hotel breakfast. There aren't mm. really hostels in Delhi. There certainly wasn't when I was there. There was a couple, I think, but um, it was mainly sort of guest house or hotels. Uh, and breakfast was either, well, it was either like a lot of the time up and on the road before breakfast. Mm. Um, but, you know, when we did have them in the hotel or when we was at Safari, it was just kind of a mix of... Um, like, it was like, again, the Indian breads, like parathas and there's stuff like dal. Um, yeah, maybe some like lighter curry dishes and that we found, but and also some like it's kind of a bit continental really. But yeah, it's more when you're out on the on the street really, and it is that yeah. Usually, 
quite a lot of the time I remember having uh, paratha uh, and you'd have it with like um, to dip in you'd usually get like some sort of curds like curds or whey like a yogurt oh. um, like a slightly sour yogurt and uh, green chutney which is really good oh, okay okay so um, would you you, you want to go back to India then? I'd love to go back yeah because I just do you know, I just, as I know a bit more now I just do I kind of I feel like probably about five or six years ago and like and then and further back still I was probably traveling really for the sake of like traveling I had a good time uh I had a lot of fun in that but I feel like over the last few years since I've like traveled with like food being a big part of it I've had a uh, been a bit more purpose to my travels and it's made yeah. it a bit more um yeah i've got more from it so i think i'd definitely get more from india if i went back uh, and also if i had longing you know to i rushed what it was i think about three and a half weeks really and india's massive you know yeah, so, you can't you can't do much in three and a half weeks yeah you could literally do three and a half weeks in that golden triangle area of sort of delhi jaipur Udo Poor and Agra, really. So, yeah, I want I'd love to, love, love to go back again for longer. I'd love to go with you and do like a documentary, like like an Anthony Bourdain thing, <laughs> like yeah. an Ian, Ian Ryan one. Ian Ryan parts unknown. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't get me drinking uh, milk direct from the udder of a holy cow or something like that. No, I wouldn't do that to you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Not on camera, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh what's your uh, what's your dream destination mate what where would you want to go to what what's where do you want to go to eat what, what's your Ooh, what's the goal man? Good, what's the goal good question i feel like um on my last trip in malaysia it will be hard to talk to be honest yeah um but uh apart from that i guess i would say even mexico oh mate yes 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 and me it's just like meat heaven in Mexico, isn't oh, it? Yeah. Um, Mexico or um, probably somewhere like uh, Japan or, or Korea. Yeah, I think Korea and Japan is that I've got to go there. I need to go. The food looks, yeah, especially Korea. Korea. I want to go to like a Korean barbecue. Maybe like a, south at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> South Korea, South Korea. Yeah, I want to go to like a Korean barbecue and like cook my own meat and oh, it looks yeah, good. it looks awesome. Yeah, the markets there look so good. I don't know if you've seen the um, there's a small series on Netflix just called Street Food. Yes, I have. I've seen it. And, uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's that good really compared to like the Anthony Bourdain stuff. But oh. there's an episode on yeah. uh, I think on Incheon in Korea. Um, and yeah, food just looks amazing. Again, it's just a little bit different. So you've got Southeast Asia, where the, I guess the weather's totally different to uh, like Korea and mm. Japan, for example. So uh, the stuff that grows there is is different, and the the cuisine it's just in general, and a, a, you know, different mix of of people as well. You know, a lot of the immigrants into Southeast Asia influence the, the cuisine so yeah korea in particular is kind of like it's quite um 
yeah, I guess it's yeah, quite niche. Yeah, yeah. Niche cuisine, really, isn't it? You know, not I don't think there's massive influences from from like immigrants or anything. I think yeah, very, I suppose so. Yeah. In style. Yeah, it's just, uh, just interesting. There's a lot of like, that's what kimchi is very big, isn't it? You know, and uh, I think a few the other fermented foods are in those areas because of the the challenge of like they do get cold winters, so mm-hmm. they can't really vegetables. So preserving them was a big thing, you know. There's a um, there's a documentary as well. Uh, it's called Ugly Delicious. Have you seen that on Netflix? Uh, I think I've seen bits of it. Is that the one with David Chang? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And there was another one. Yeah. I think I think he was the one as well. He did one. Oh, yeah, there's quite a few food ones that have just made me want to travel the world and eat. You just watch these people traveling the world. They get to travel and eat the best food in the world. Yeah. It just makes me so jealous, man. Oh, it's like an amazing job. So, so if you look at, I uh, definitely recommend, uh, I'll send you a link uh, to Mark Weed's YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, please. Yes, he's, please. Got, he's got that life, basically. You know, oh. that's, and uh, I, I dug up some of his early videos, literally from when he first started, like, I don't know, like, traveling and such, was trying to make food videos. And it, the difference now, like how, like, how the channel's grown and how much more sort of, uh, yeah. much more the videos are, uh, it's amazing. And it's kind of like, there's, there's plenty of people doing that, but I think there's a few that have really got the, yeah, they do it in a certain way, don't they? They do it in the, I don't know, they just... Yeah, I mean, it's a full-time job, right? I mean, obviously, I'd imagine I'm not very okay on that type of thing, but I'd imagine they make all their money from uh, YouTube ads. Yeah, of course. If you're getting millions of hits, you're definitely making a, yeah. you're making a bit of money on the ads. So the more professional, I guess, the videos and that, you know, you look, look at like the original ones from these people and they it was just you know somebody filming them on probably a, a, um, on a mobile phone, and now like they're producing videos where like they're taking uh, you know drone shots in the trailer from above of these places and that. It's just, oh, wicked! Yeah, we're doing the wrong thing, mate. We need I know, to, I know. We need to. We, let's make our. We're gonna do it. <laughs> we're gonna make our own uh, YouTube channel, a food one. <laughs> <laughs> I said Darren was on about this to me, so we have to go go somewhere <laughs> else and make some, uh, food videos. <laughs> we all keep talking about it. We're gonna have to just do it. <laughs> oh, before you go, I've got um. There is a, another one. It's called Restaurants on the Edge. You ever heard of that? Yep. No. Oh no, that's a it's a good food show. It's kind of um, it's about basically they these. Three people, they travel around the world. One's like a, a designer, there's a chef, and then um, one that makes like cocktails and that. And they go to restaurants all over, around the world and help them out. Like, so the restaurant's failing. They go to the restaurant and help them, you know, change it, change it up and yeah. make better food. I think I've seen a trailer for it, to be fair. It's, I, I, did, I, had, I, I didn't want to watch it, but I watched it and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, now nah, this, is, this is quite cool. Because again, you see the food they're cooking and food they're eating and it takes you to places that oh hong kong there was it was hong kong i want to i've got to go to hong kong, hong kong. 
Yeah, that's going to be on my list. Yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah, I'm hoping to go there with work. We've got an office there, so I'm hoping just to like not to actually go and do any work, but to kind of you know if it, if it means I can go and uh, do a few days work and then uh, and spend the weekend in Hong Kong or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some free time would be good. But, um, but yeah, no, what, what I would say really is for me, I guess the I know I spoke about it in the. Uh, in the chat with Darren anyway, which is on the podcast. So just that for me, I'd say like Malaysia is, is more number one so far, just that it offers uh, the best of Malay, Indian and Chinese food. And then like the fusion food created between those as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's literally street food everywhere. You, literally, you can't go anywhere without, street food it's like it's everywhere and it's so cheap and it's so good oh i'm starving at the moment i'm starving <laughs> uh, i would highly recommend it i feel like i could go again and uh it's a quite an easy country to travel to be honest like, yeah, yeah very like to get around public transport's good um it's not a huge country either um and yeah like i'd I don't even feel like I touched on like, you know, twenty percent of the stuff that I would hope to have eaten mm. uh, in, in a month. You know, so I, I could. It's definitely on the list to go to go back to at some point. The Travellers Tales podcast is an independent podcast created by Richard Greer and Darren Malcolm. To support the podcast, subscribe on Spotify and YouTube. Also, follow us on Instagram at The Travellers Tales Pod and on Facebook at The Travellers Tales. Like, subscribe and share. Thank you.